Welcome to the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome again to the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey. If you have not yet, please go ahead and follow or subscribe to us on whichever podcast platform you're currently listening to us on. And of course, please go ahead and subscribe to the Haunted Road Media YouTube channel. So today we're actually going to be doing a review on the Amazon Prime show Carnival Row starring Orlando Bloom. And this show is really not exactly what you originally expect it to be. Just given the opening prologue to the show and you're introduced to a world with fairies, with the fey creatures, and you're thinking immediately something that's high fantasy and that's really not what you get. You think it's going to be something magical and mystical and it's just, it's really not. It's very different. And once you get over what it's not, you can really start to appreciate what it really is. Most of this story is set in Victoria-era London, except they don't call it London. It's not the United Kingdom. It's not Britain. It's none of that, even though the style, the feel, all of it seems like that era in time. In their world, it's actually the 7th century, not the 19th century. This place is actually called The Berg. And really what I think this allows the writers to do is to have some creative freedom in the elements that they introduce into this world since we are talking about fantastic creatures and magical beings and things like that. In some ways, the show actually reminds me a bit of the old game Arcanum of Steamworks and Magic Obscura, which was came out in the early 2000s, I think about uh, 2001. Because the story and the and the environment is essentially a crossover of steampunk and a Dungeons and Dragons game is what it really seems like to me. Because you have a mixture of these of these mythical creatures in a world with flying dirigibles, the infancy of electrical gadgets, gunpowder-based weapons, there's witchcraft in there. So it certainly has like a multi-genre feel to it. Now, because of that, it takes a couple episodes for you to really get introduced to the world and for the uh, storyline to really pick up pace and kind of understand what's going on. You're, you're kind of introduced um, immediately that there's some sort of you know, monster roaming the streets. So that almost kind of gave me an idea at first. Okay, is this going to be like Penny Dreadful? Um, but, you know, it wasn't like it's really not like Penny Dreadful, you know, which is a, um, again, Victoria era London. And it's based on all the, uh, you know, the old monsters, you know, you, like, uh, well, Dracula's in there. You get, you know, uh, Frankenstein and, you know, all of those Dorian Gray's in there. Uh, but it, it doesn't go down that even though it's, again, that Victoria era feel. But instead of those classic monsters, now you have the you know the fae you have centaur like creatures you have uh you know witches and and things like that going on in here 
The third episode of the series is almost entirely a flashback episode. About 95% of it is a, is a flashback. And you get to learn the background of Orlando Bloom's character and where the uh, the love interest came into play with Vignette because uh, you get hit over the head with that at first as well that these two used to be together. She essentially had thought he was dead for seven years. No, he'd actually been living his life in the Berg, not London, <laughs> uh, as a uh, as a police inspector. And of course, you know, she hates that she was lied to. And so, you know, there's this complete fallout with them. And you know how that story kind of plays out, of course. But uh, you get to learn about how they first came to meet which was actually at this uh, fairy temple. So you finally get a little bit of that. Um, okay, this is the uh, you know the background of the of the fae. You get to learn a little bit about the storytelling and the myths and how myths span uh, different cultures. So you get that little bit of intro into it, and the backstory really helps to ignite the uh, rest of the show as you go forth. You kind of have a better understanding now of okay, this is really what's going on. We had the introduction, the first two episodes as to what's going on and to me that's really from episode four and on that's where the the story really starts to uh take off and uh and propel itself forward it just it, it takes a few hours to get there apparently now another thing that you're hit over the head with with this show that's really just blatant is racism so i mean this could almost be like a treatise to racism because essentially all of these different races that are introduced hate each other and they're living in a world in which um, the you know, regular humans are in power and the, uh, you know, the other you know, mythical creatures are seen as you know, lesser beings. So you know, that is really heavy handed in this. You know, it's, um, and, and that did, of course, exist throughout you know, thousands of years of, of human history. And so this is really a look of, at that through a, a different lens, through a fantasy type of a lens, you know, we're seeing that played out. But it's a point that's certainly well made. So if you're looking for something that's a little bit of a different feel for a show, if you like those certain fantasy elements, not necessarily high fantasy, but a cross-genre type of a show, if you like the Victoria Aaron styles uh, of shows this is definitely a little bit of take of a different take on all of those different genres and mixes them together so it, it definitely has a uh, a different type of a feel to it but you will also find familiar feels to it throughout the entire show you know and i and i give them credit for trying to do something a little different with taking you know, some legends and myths and lore that we've, you know, been dished throughout the ages that would be considered more high fantasy type of uh, elements. And they've tried to mix it into a more uh, familiar real world type of atmosphere in a an era of our human history that a lot of people find a, an interest in. And, of course, leaving off where they did, we pretty much expect a second season coming out of Carnival Row. So be on the lookout for that uh, coming up on Amazon Prime. If you uh, do not have Amazon Prime at all, I'm not sure where else you may be able to, uh, to check it out. But 
Carnival Row, I definitely recommend it as, you know, if, if you want to try something that's a little bit different in a show, but it also has a little bit of a familiar feel to it. And I'm looking forward to the second season as well, just to see uh, where they take these particular characters. So there you go. That's my Carnival Row review. I do recommend it. It's interesting. It's different, but also a little bit familiar. So, all right. If, again, if you haven't yet, please go ahead and follow us here on the Mike Rickset audio journey next upload will be an episode of beyond the shadows so be on the lookout for that as well i'm mike ricksecker till next time